Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. Whether you are brand new or have listened to me for a while, I celebrate you for wanting to focus on your personal development. I can tell your career is important to you because you are here today wanting to prioritize your career growth. I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to be your guide, to share my wisdom, encourage you, especially when times get tough, and to give you tips, tools, and advice. Maybe even challenge some of that current thinking you have. Very few people focus on their personal development when it comes to their careers, and especially when times get tough. Most people think that it's never them that needs to grow. It's always the other person. But not you, my friend. You're smart, intuitive, and always looking for opportunities to expand your knowledge in order to live an extraordinary life and a career beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator and your future career success. How your hobby can boost your career. Tips and tricks for using your leisure time to get ahead. Hi, and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. I'm your host, Peggy McKnight. Today, I'm going to be talking about a fun one, which is your hobbies and how they can actually boost your career. Yes, believe it or not, this is a thing. If you need one more good reason to get a hobby, do it for your career prospects. A recent study found that what you do in your leisure time could make you a more valuable employee. People who use their free time creatively performed better at solving problems at work and were more helpful to their colleagues, according to research at San Francisco University. They believe creative activities stimulate learning and help people to feel energized and engaged. It makes you more inquisitive as well. Ready to make the connection between your hobby and your career? Consider these suggestions about using your hobby to get ahead at the office. How to choose a hobby that could help your career. Focus on the mission. Think about how your pastimes align with the company mission. A sustainable architecture firm, for example, might appreciate your organic gardening. Connect with your colleagues. Relationships play a big role in job satisfaction. I mean, heck, we spend a large portion of our time each day throughout the week with our colleagues. It is going to impact your relationships. Accept your co-workers' invitation when they ask you to join them for a game of badminton, for example. Review your job responsibilities. Do your hobby and your professional position have anything in common? You might be juggling numbers at work for budgeting and at home for Sudoku. There's the connection. Showcase your strengths and achievements. We're often drawn to hobbies that enable us to develop our innate talents. 
employers will notice that you're a strategic thinker if you tell them about your tournament bridge winnings. Or take for example, you might be an accountant and thinking, but I do scrapbooking in my hobby or knitting. Well, if you think about it, let's take scrapbooking for starters, for example, with regards to your job in accounting. Scrapbooking is definitely a creative process, but you have to think about where you want things mapped out, similar like you do on a spreadsheet for accounting and crunching numbers. You need to know exactly where you need things laid out on a spreadsheet in order for the algorithms to work or the formulas to work. Similarly with scrapbooking, do you just randomly throw things on a page? I don't think so. You have to come up with some kind of a plan. It might look creative and fabulous to several other people that you display your artwork to, but ultimately you have to get the wheels in motion of using the thought process in your brain to come up with a plan of sorts. Similarly with knitting, you need to know exactly how to read the instructions, but also how many pearls, for example, that you need to create in order to create that row, which then leads to another row and another row. And before you know it, you have a whole sweater or scarf. So again, there is the, the links there between knitting and accounting. You need to be able to count or you would end up with a sweater that looks a bit wonky. And so ultimately, you have to know how to read the instructions and that applies for any job. It doesn't have to be just accounting. You want to showcase your strengths and achievements. We're often drawn to hobbies that enable us to develop our innate talents. Employers will notice that you're a strategic thinker if you tell them about your tournament bridge winnings, which I mentioned earlier. So you do want to showcase your strengths and achievements. If it is something that you want to strive for is winning awards, if that talent enables you to do something like that. Be memorable. In today's job market, you may need to distinguish yourself in a large pool of candidates. A recruiter is more likely to remember your name if you tell them a funny story about your baseball card collection or you're a beekeeper or something like that that is just so unusual that they don't come across it every day. That is the kind of memorable moments that you will create in their recruiters' minds. Express your personality. Focus on something you're passionate about so it will be easy to sound articulate and engaged. Act cool. At the same time, it's always good to keep up with trends. Be open to designing your first video game diorama, for example. Equally, don't put the pressure on yourself to be cool or act cool. Just because there are the latest and greatest trends, like for example, just because TikTok is popular doesn't mean to say that you have to go follow the crowd. But is there an element of your hobby that can transition to something like a platform like TikTok? And then you can showcase your hobby and your talents that way. 
utilize it that way, but certainly don't go looking for wanting to follow the latest and greatest trend out there because that gets exhausting after a while. How to use your hobby to help your career. So you want to edit your resume depending on the position. Add a hobby section to your resume. Generally, this goes right at the end. Include it only when it appears relevant. Don't just throw it in thinking, oh, this will be great. Um, What you might think is great might not translate great to the other person on the receiving end reviewing all of the resumes. So definitely be choosy about including some of those hobbies on your resume. Mention it at your interview. Some questions provide an opening to discuss your hobby. When a reviewer asks what you do with your free time, you'll have a better answer other than just watching TV and vegging out. Put on a show. Hobbies come in handy for the office talent show. If there is an office talent show, I don't think I've ever worked in an office environment where there was a talent show. Maybe that's something that you would want to instigate in your office environment. Reveal your musical talent on the piano, for example. You could do that at a Christmas party, perhaps, or a holiday get together where by there is a piano. So then, yeah, by all means, why would you not want to play it, especially showcasing your talent for that skill set? I do remember one colleague, we had quarterly events whereby we all gathered together for some kind of activity. And one of them was we all just went out to dinner. But before dinner, this colleague of ours thought it was a really great idea to test his um, comedy talent, shall we say. And needless to say, we were all kind of cringing because it became really obvious that mm, he didn't really practice very well. And oh, we hate to say it, but he's just not that good. So you want to be very careful about what kind of hobbies you have and how to put on a show. Say, for example, you're an artist or there is a, a competition, for example, for the best knitting or needlepoint activity that you've been working on, um, like a quilt or a cross stitch project that you have really poured your heart into. If there are competitions, um, then by all means, you know, share that with the office through photos or bringing in your ribbon or your award, whatever the, the case may be. You know, that's the kind of thing that you could showcase rather than ta-da, you don't need to be all ta-da and tap dance your way across stage all the time. But just be mindful of how you would like to showcase your hobbies and share them with your colleagues. And it's also a good way for them to get to know you a little bit better too. So you do want to share with your coworkers whatever activities you enjoy. You probably have expertise goods or services that your co-workers would appreciate possibly. Baked goods, for example, usually are at the top of the list. Everybody likes to eat. So free food, they're in, you know, they'll give it a go. And so why not try them out? Personalize your staff bio. 
if that is your organization and it has staff bio pages, then let your clients know, for example, the real you. They may enjoy finding out that their graphic designer also illustrates their own comic books. That would be an interesting, fun fact for your clients to find out and also further discussion to engage with. Create side income. Now, again, depending on the employer, some people turn their hobbies into full-time jobs. Starting off gradually is a great way to test your earning potential while you hold on to your current paycheck. By all means, do not just throw in the towel and go, I'm going to make millions tomorrow. No, it doesn't quite work like that. Unless you are truly blessed with everything working in your favor, God bless you. Let's talk. But for most people, it is one foot in front of the other, small incremental steps day in and day out for weeks, months, and potentially even years to craft what they will call something that they could be making money at, quite decent money. Extend your network. The best leads tend to come from friends of friends and acquaintances. If all your LinkedIn connections are accountants, your leisure pursuits could help you to meet more hairstylists and foreign diplomats. And equally, maybe they need some accounting help and assistance. Again, it's all kind of a win-win situation when you're weaving your network and casting your net far and wide. And finally, achieve balance. Best of all, a hobby widens your experiences and knowledge. You'll gain exposure to things you may never see around the office. So why not go exploring? If you have had a hobby in the past, does that still excite you? If so, maybe it's time to reactivate it. Or maybe find a new one that gives you that energy and buzz to that sense of excitement to really get stuck into it as soon as the uh, bell for work finishes. Of course, your hobby is rewarding in itself. Even if your boss doesn't share your enthusiasm for carving turtles out of watermelons, for example, advancing your career is just a bonus compared to the deeper benefits of learning about yourself and becoming more accomplished. Again, it's another skill set you really can call upon. Here is to your future career success, my friend, and your fabulous hobbies. Until next time, bye for now.